Money and Michael Yorba, thanks for joining with us. All right, I have Lynn Bland. He is uh, the CEO of Nanogas Technologies. Lynn, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. All right, my pleasure. Now, you have a unique product that you work with, a unique company that does some very interesting things. It's really going to change the world. I want you to bring out some of your background and what Nanogas Technologies does, and then I've got a, a few questions set up for you. So I started my career, uh, I, for the last 13 years, I've been preparing entrepreneurs for investment. We found just this world-changing technology, and I had to participate, and it's about creating nanobubbles of gas and solution. Uh, and we're creating bubbles of gas that are so small, you cannot see them with the most powerful microscope. And we create what amounts to fluffy water. Uh, and, and that has all kinds of applications in all kinds of different industries. All right, let's get into the nanogas technology and how it's going to change the world. I mean, fluffy water is one thing, but let's delve deeper into the um, well, the back end, the the story of of how nanogas is going to change the world. So first of all, we said we saw all kinds of industries from agriculture to to uh, wastewater treatment, sewage treatment, uh, growing animals bigger, uh, but we saw a real first opportunity in in oil and gas. And what happens right now in the oil industry is they're taking when they pump oil out of the ground in the US, they actually pump out seven times more water than oil. And that means that we have billions of gallons of water we need to dispose of every day. They've been pushing that into the ground, into caverns where it didn't come from before. And now that's causing earthquakes. And Oklahoma went from two earthquakes in 2008 to over, um, over 800 earthquakes that were over three on the Richter scale by 2015. They wised up and they started cutting back on that water disposal. And now how do you clean up that water that's coming out of the ground uh, economically so that the oil industry can afford to do it? Okay. And so what we found is that our nanobubbles actually separate the oil and the water and they drop out solids so we create clean water that can be reused, we collect the oil, and we drop out the dirt and solids. Now, when you say reused, are we using, is it portable or potable, excuse me, or is it used mainly for irrigation? Well, it, it's not potable. You need to desalinate that water first. The oil industry, this water they pull out of the ground has about 10 times the salt that's in the ocean. So because of that, it's expensive to desalinate. So what we want to do with it and what we condition it for is for the oil industry to reuse it. Right now, the oil industry takes fresh water and they use that for drilling. And instead, they now know and we know that we can clean up the water to the point where they can use the water we've cleaned up, use that for drilling instead of fresh water use less so they use less fresh water and at the same time they take this excess water that they've created and use that instead how does it work 
Uh, well, uh, now we get into a little bit of science. The gas stays in the liquid. So we actually create, we can have three and a half percent by volume of gas and liquid. And that, if you think about your soda, uh, where, you know, you put a certain amount of carbon dioxide in and it bubbles out. And if you open up the top, then you release the pressure and all the, all the bubbles start coming up. We can put in hundreds of times more gas and it's just going to look flat and it's going to stay in the water. When we put that extra gas in the water, we change the electropotential of the liquid and we change the civic gravity. We change how much the water weighs. The little charge we put into the water from all those bubbles actually attracts tiny oil droplets and they collect together. When you get enough of them together, they rise up. And then the uh, solids that are in the water, the particles, they the since the water is lighter essentially, uh, they're able to drop down to the bottom where we can remove that. Wow, that's interesting. That's that, so this is this is groundbreaking, earth changing stuff. Your team members, who are they, and why did you select them? Well, you know, I've been blessed to be surrounded by incredibly bright and intelligent people. Uh, I, I had Jeff Harden join us. Jeff is a six-time successful serial entrepreneur. Uh, four of his businesses he sold off to are still ongoing. Uh, the most notable business that he sold off uh, created the institutional market for vertical settlements, life insurance settlements. Now all the banks participate in that market and it's a multi-billion dollar market. But Jeff has this chemistry background and as soon as he learned about how these nanobubbles were being used to reduce the amount of sludge in a sewage treatment coming from a sewage treatment plant, he identified together with Jeff, we identified three pages of applications, including this oil industry application. And so he's been really valuable. And then we had to build the equipment to do this. And I was lucky enough to find a terrific operations guy. His name is Scott Fiedler. Scott grew up in his father's manufacturing business, making restaurant equipment for companies like Tasty Freeze. And uh, later he got to consult with McDonald's when they were still owned by, when Ray Kroc was still around and actually helped them take the diner quality equipment they had to use and create industrial level equipment uh, that didn't break down all the time. And Scott was instrumental in that. Now, you said you had about four pages of uh, other applications. Just give us the top three besides oil and gas. So we've taken oxygen nanobubbles and we've grown plants 10% bigger. In cannabis, that can be very valuable, but even anywhere in agriculture. Uh, we have, uh, in the sewage treatment industry, sewage treatment in the U.S. uses 13 percent, uh, not just sewage treatment, all water treatment and water movement in the U.S. uses about 13 percent of our total energy output. And uh, one of the biggest users is treating sewage. You need to blow air into the water in order to get uh, oxygen to microbes that eat up the waste. And most of the bubbles that you put in there with that air 
just escape to the surface. So you waste 96%, 94% of the energy you're putting into that water is just bubbles escaping. But what we do is when we put the gas in the liquid, it stays. So we don't waste that energy. So you can, that means the maximum amount of oxygen is going to the microbes and we can reduce that huge amount of energy that uh, wastewater plants use by uh, leaving the oxygen in the liquid for those microbes to uh, uh, use so that they can eat up the waste. Talk to me about the, the scaling this. The cool thing is that we use a mechanical, uh, it's all a mechanical process. We use a piece of equipment. It's modular, it's mobile, and it's scalable. So we can move it around. We could pack up three, four, five, ten of these at a time, uh, and we can make bigger ones for big applications. And that means that we can scale the equipment to meet our customers' needs. And in fact, in agriculture, we found that maybe we need to even scale it down a little bit, and we've designed a, a smaller unit we're gonna be working on. Uh, in terms of the company, we're planning to outsource quite a bit of our work, uh, use contract manufacturing, and so that's gonna enable us to scale the company faster. Are there any other industries that you, you're impacting with the technology? Uh, you know, where, where do you want to stop? You know, some okay, people are it. really, it's, it's agnostic, go all over the place. Am I yeah. Right? Some people are interested in medical technologies. I'll just give you one more example. Right. So what we know, for example, that oxygen is wound healing. You can go into a hyperbaric chamber and that's where they put people to heal up faster. That's what divers use oxygen rich environments to heal up faster. Mm -hmm. Well, now we can put more oxygen into water and so, uh, or into a gel. So what if we put oxygen into a gel where you had a wound, that oxygen would do two things. It would kill off bacteria that could keep you from healing properly or also help the wound heal faster. So those are things that we could explore in the future. Wow. Brilliant. I'm really impressed. I'm glad I got a chance to talk to you. And Lynn, thank you so much for taking your time and being a guest on our show. Michael, I'm so pleased I could participate. Thank you very much. My pleasure. You've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.